welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And it's just us three amigos today. I guess we're amigos. Amigos (laughs) and amigas. (laughs) Yep. Strictly amigas. That's like, I like you and I love you, but it's like, amigos and amigas. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We we encompass all friendship, all gendered friendship. Technically not, since we're all ladies. Yeah, but like uh, the the depth of our friendship means that we <laughs> we feel as much feelings as boys do. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> well, Shelly Gang, it is that time of year again where the girls and I talk about how much we cry at movies. <laughs> Speaking of feelings, Julie just finished watching Avengers Endgame for the first time. She didn't like it, but she also didn't cry. It'd be weird if she liked it, but did cry well or was like sitting there hating it but feeling it at the same time (laughs) considering my stage of life it wouldn't have been that weird if i didn't like it and cried i guess that's true you mean the stage of creating life or just like being 31 when you're 31 you cry (laughs) that's the classic thing that happens to 31 year olds they just cry all the time (laughs) (laughs) But I have something to tell you guys that I didn't tell you before the recording because I wanted your live and honest opinions on the record. Okay. I have two movies that I cry at every time I watch that I am fully embarrassed about, and I need you to know them. I need the Shelly gang to know them. (laughs) Okay. I'm excited. I always cry at George of the Jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Which part? Or parts? Uh, The end where Ursula goes and goes back to the jungle because she loves george i am so excited to know the second one now (laughs) the second one is like every five minutes of high school musical three (laughs) 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 don't even get me started on the graduation speech by zach efron (laughs) do you is this for real (laughs) this is absolutely real it takes me it takes me back to a, a very emotional time of my personal life. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that you might like to know that about me. I do like to know that. <laughs> so now you guys, this is a trap because now you guys have to tell me movies that you cry at that maybe I might be able to laugh at. Well, I have a question for you. Are those the only movies you ever cry at or just the only <laughs> the only ones you cry at with regularity? With regularity, absolutely. Got it. The first movie I ever cried at was West Side Story. That's a very sad movie. And I was so embarrassed because I was a teenage, like a young teen, and all you family were around. And I was like, I can't let them see me crying. That's so embarrassing. Because <laughs> you'd never see our mother cry at a movie. <laughs> or a book or a commercial or... <laughs> I cry at everything now. Well, what about like when you're not got crazy hormones going on? <laughs> when you're not 31. When I'm not 3,700 weeks pregnant. Yes. 
So, Shelly, what is a movie that you cry at? I will be honest with everyone. <laughs> I cry at movies across the board. I'm my dad used to say, our dad used to say that I'm a very good audience member because like I will I will be mano- emotionally manipulated any way they want to want to throw me. <laughs> like the the swelling music, the whatever, like it hits me always in the right spot. <laughs> so like the most recent movie I cried out was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> when when he Yondu says to Star-Lord, he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. And then when he sacrifices his life to save Star-Lord, I was definitely crying 100%. And my son 100% made fun of me. <laughs> but I I honestly can't think of even like Marvel movie, which are mostly, I think, considered action movies. I, I would say I've probably cried at every single one at some point in my life. <laughs> I'll cry at a movie. Most movies, I would say, is probably. I think we've talked about how you don't like to cry recreationally, and that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. You know what I like to do recreationally is make my shy sister feel uncomfortable by making her tell us her opinion on silly topics. <laughs> Hooray. What a fun pastime. I used to do it non-recorded, and then I thought... Now's the time. Let's let everyone in on this game. (laughs) That's fun. And now we've got a hundred episodes under our belt. Welcome to episode 101, everyone. And uh, that means we're going to the basics. And (laughs) Shelly, would you like to know what today's topic is? Is it Dalmatians? Because that would be (gasps) a great topic. Oh, man. What were we thinking? Do you cry at 101 Dalmatians? (laughs) <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while, but I bet so. But who's going to go anti-Dalmatians? Me. Just kidding. They're so cute. Shelly, today's topic is book clubs. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like book clubs. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons, and we do not have a sister expert this week. So Shelly, you are going to have to ball up your fists with both hands and then punch up into the sky and then you can say your decision. Is that does that give me the confidence? <laughs> Is that my power move? That gives me confidence. <laughs> Shelly Gang, does that give you confidence? Try it right now. It worked, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to find my own power move. So Shelly, you know what a book club is. I know what a book club is. I don't think we need to define it today because I'm just bored of that. I'm bored of that part. This is 101. We're in the new era. (laughs) I'm going to make you balderdash it and say what it isn't. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. I'm I'm bad at this. (laughs) I don't know what it's not. I guess anything else. (laughs) I don't know. Molly's come up with a new and interesting way to make you freak out. I know. (laughs) I guess it's not a, uh, what would be the opposite of a book? (laughs) We're not helping you. This is your job. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, then I give up. (laughs) It's been great, everybody. 100 episodes. Uh, Julie, do you want to maybe help Shelly out by telling her what is good about book clubs i will and i won't even do it in a way that says all the things that it isn't (laughs) (laughs) 
So, Shelly, I love book clubs. I don't know if you knew that about me. Did you? Um, I do know you love to read. I do. I've known how for many years. At least <laughs> three. Whenever uh, Theo, my seven-year-old, gets frustrated about reading, I tell him, I've been practicing reading for 25 years. So that's just how good I am. And you'll get there, too, when you're 31 and you can't stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shelly, book clubs are so fun for so many reasons. The very first one that I put down is socializing. I don't know if you know this about me, but I really like hanging out with my friends. I did know that. That is a trope that I'm so glad has died in our podcast. Shelly Gang, if you listen to our earlier episodes, Julie's constantly trying to impress her friends. (laughs) (laughs) I am. But now I don't talk about it because I'm more demure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) When I lived in Ithaca, New York, USA, the world, there was a we had a book club and I would go all the time. How often were they? Did you have like daily book clubs? <laughs> daily book clubs. The books were always it was a children's literature book club. <laughs> that would actually probably be really fun too. Oh, now you're giving me ideas. That's neither here nor there. I love my friends. <laughs> and I I loved getting together once a month, not every day. Okay. <laughs> Uh, to talk about books, but also to see each other, because it, it's like a little party. It's a little party I could schedule and count on once a month. I'm into that. What percentage of like a book club meeting, your average book club meeting, would you say was discussing the book and how much was just like for funsies chit chat? Oh, I would say two thirds fun chit chat, one third book talk. Okay. I mean, we would meet for five hours at a time. So, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you really dug into them themes and <laughs> motifs. Yeah. Uh, imagery, other literature words, <laughs> main character. <laughs> I'm really trying to hold my tongue here because I. <laughs> Just to let the Shelly Gang know, this this part of the discussion is pure torture for me. Uh, Holly gave some clues as to how she feels about book clubs in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go back. You might be able to catch a, a hint of how she's feeling. I talked about the 100 things I hate about book clubs. <laughs> just There was just little clues hidden in there. About- so Shelly, you could go and see your friends. Next point, you can share your brilliant thoughts or not. If you have brilliant thoughts about the book that you all read for the book club, you can impress your friends. (laughs) (laughs) With your brilliant thoughts. With your brilliant thoughts. (laughs) I know that's why I always went to book club. (laughs) Were you reading the book? Just like not even really like taking in the story or just like, I've got to think of something really great to say about this. Think deeply. Think deeply. <laughs> Were you like doing like research on a laptop at the same time being like, what can I find out about this like historical era or something that like no one else will know? <laughs> just come with a lot of trivia. You guys are just torturing me right now. You're torturing me. 
because I have so many things to say. But if I open those floodgates, Julie won't be able to finish her points. <laughs> and I've got 25 more points. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be dead by then. Uh, it's really fun to do a book club when I've done it several different kinds of ways. One way where like the person who's hosting it at their house gets to choose the book. Or one way where at the beginning of the year, we all kind of voted on which books to read throughout the year. It's really fun to see what people's different tastes are in books. Because you may or may not know this about me, but I like romantic books. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) But other people really sincerely may not know that about me. You know what? Book club is my chance to enlighten them. Be like, yo, dog, this is who I am. Who are you? <laughs> and then they'll say, I like nonfiction. And then I'll say, oh, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Eat good snacks. There was always really good snacks at book club because I had fancy friends in Ithaca who would like to make fancy snacks. And I would always show up and say, yes, please. Kombucha flavored snacks every time. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Okay, you can get away from real life while you're reading your book club book and on club night. I loved going to book club because, for one reason, I could get away from my family. It's just escape. <laughs> I love my family, but I also love to be away from them sometimes. Uh-huh. Just have a little me time, you know? If I can do me time with all my girlfriends eating yummy treats and impressing them all with my huge brain skills, <laughs> then so much the better. You can force other people to read your favorite book. I know how you love forcing people to do things, Shelly. Yeah, so it's like Holly with pizza toppings. Like, <laughs> no one else is going to try new books unless you force them. <laughs> that kind of is true for me, though. I don't really like to branch out. So if book club is going to read this kind of book that I just would never pick up, I'll do it. And I might even enjoy it. But I might not have done it without Book Club. Thank you, Book Club. (laughs) Book Club changed my life. (laughs) I'm not just a president of Book Club. I'm also (laughs) a a member. (laughs) (laughs) A book that I read when Theo was a newborn baby. So I was reading this in the middle of the night called Angry Housewives Eating Bonbons. It's very long. But I loved it, and I thought it was great. And it's about these neighbor ladies who form a little book club, and then like it follows their book club throughout many, many years and follows their lives. And it's just like transformed their lives, you guys. Not because of books, but yes, kind of because of books, but also like because of their friendship and stuff. So if you want your life transformed over like 25 years, Join a book club <laughs> and never, <laughs> never quit or move or let the other ladies quit either. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race, I guess. <laughs> My last point is book clubs are usually a no pressure situation. So if you read the book and you didn't like it, you can still go and express how you feel. Or you can do like I did quite often. And not read the book, but still go anyways. <laughs> Do you, could you still like reap enjoyment from that? I would, yeah. And like, 
Because there are some books where I'm like, I just don't have time to read that this month or I'm really, really not interested. But I would go and they would talk about it and I would say to myself, maybe I am interested. That's what I did for a lot of books that I was supposed to read in high school and never did and then read them in college because I'm so cool. But Shelly, book clubs are so fun because of all the reasons that I just said. All 25 of them. All 25 hundred <laughs> of them. So go read a book and make your friends read it and then talk about it and eat snacks. <laughs> Did you guys ever read any of those books that had like book club questions like in the back included? Uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was asking Julie. <laughs> I actually just read a series of books that all of them have, all of them had book club questions at the end but it's because it was christian romance so it was all like how's your testimony grow by the the character's experience and blah blah and i said i can't subject my friends to these well when the small committee had this topic handed to them for vetting I told my uh, compatriot, Julie, that she would need to uh, really take the reins on the whole jokey jokes and laughy laugh lightheartedness <laughs> of this topic. Because this is not a joke, Shelly Gang, and not just because we were talking about it earlier. Julie was talking about her points, and I am, like, near tears. <laughs> oh, this is the movie that makes you cry. <laughs> With rage. These are rage tears. <laughs> because almost every single thing that Julie said she likes about book clubs is my points, but the negative aspect of them. <laughs> it's one of those episodes. So usually, Shelly Gang... When you hear this melodious voice, you're thinking, she's going to be so crazy. She's going to say some silly things. Well, you know what? That's not today. <laughs> not today. That's not today because let me tell you, Shelly, I have five reasons why you shouldn't like book clubs. And I feel very emphatic and I promise that I will not become aggressive, but that's only because I'm sitting alone in a room. <laughs> so you're, you're only promising to not get physically aggressive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she will still be emotionally and intellectually aggressive with us. <laughs> so, Shelly, I don't think you should like book clubs because I am a book snob. <laughs> <laughs> so I should hate it because of you? <laughs> you should hate it. Because I have extremely discerning tastes. Oh. <laughs> As I mentioned last week, I have read one specific book that is over a thousand pages three times for fun. That's where I'm at right now. It is a classic book that is on many top 100 best book lists. If you haven't listened to our episode last week, it's A Hundred Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. That's just where I'm at. That's where I'm coming from. And I can't get a book club to read a thousand page book. <laughs> you would show up and you would have been the only one to have read it. Everyone would have been like, just didn't have the time. <laughs> My husband 
also loves to read and he reads quite a bit and we've passed that down to our children. And my husband is so kind to me that our, on our second or third date, we went to Barnes and Noble and he said, get your favorite book and I will read it so I can like get to know you better. And I said, that is so sweet. And I chose Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, <laughs> which is also a thousand pages. That's the one I would have guessed for you. And I don't necessarily subscribe to all of her political ideals, but I do like reading about very competent people, and that book is just full of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think you tried to make me read that one once. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. And so <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I am a book snob, and in the years since then, my husband did read it, by the way. He is not the book snob. I am. In the years since then... <laughs> He has told me straight up, Holly, you are a book snob. And it's not like pejorative. It's just, it is what it is. Like, uh-huh. this is what it is about you, Holly. I am a book snob, Shelly. So you shouldn't like book clubs because there's no such thing as a book snob book club. Isn't there? <laughs> there w- there's gotta be. <laughs> uh, I'll talk about that in just a second. Okay. So uh, my second reason why you shouldn't like book clubs is that my whole academic career was basically a book club. Uh huh. Because in high school, I took a lot of uh, advanced placement uh, English courses. Because of that, we read a lot of books and then delved deeper into them than maybe the the non AP classes. Uh huh. And then I liked doing that so much that I went to college for English, and many, many, many of my classes for my major were essentially book clubs. Uh-huh. How, how aggressive would you say they got? <laughs> I took a class called the American Novel, and we read five novels over the course of a semester. Uh-huh. And so we would have had to have read like X amount of chapters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we would talk about them in the class. Uh-huh. And it got beautifully aggressive. Like, <laughs> like I was sitting in the back of the class and like very pregnant with my son at mm-hmm. the time. And like, I almost, if I could have fit into that desk in an appropriate way, instead of having to sit all weird, cause I was so pregnant, I would have leapt out of the desk at many points. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the first rule of book club is don't talk about book club. <laughs> <laughs> is that how aggressive they got? <laughs> no, but I did go to Brigham Young University, which is a religious university. So I don't know if maybe in other in other academic uh, institutions they may fist fight over books. <laughs> I definitely wanted to, but they just wouldn't let me. <laughs> it's part of the rules of the school. <laughs> no fist fights in class. <laughs> Especially if you're very pregnant. <laughs> but my whole, I mean, that was basically my whole academic career. The other aspects were like mapping sentences and like learning how to identify all of the sounds that words make that you can read them like in the beginning of uh at a diction in like a dictionary definition like linguistics uh-huh. stuff i loved linguistics there is no non-academic book club that i have been to that was as fulfilling as 
almost getting into a fist fight over uh, Moby Dick when I was eight months pregnant. You know what I mean? I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what college is all about. <laughs> Julie, this was the one where I almost like came through the microphone and punched a pregnant woman when you said this thing. Oh, no. And we're not at BYU right now, so I I wouldn't have been protected. I know. This is a no-holds-bar kind of experience. That's why we have to record in separate states and corners of the world, because otherwise it gets rough. Um, I wish that I had... My husband's hand to hold right now, like I was giving birth, like, you know, so I could say this point and not just like fully explode. There is an accepting environment in most book clubs that I do not approve of. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear the explanation of what you mean. She means not enough fist fights, really. <laughs> Are you saying, like, if somebody doesn't read the book, they should be, like, kicked out and then never allowed back in? Are you saying that there should be, like, harder rules to book club? <laughs> As Julie mentioned, they just let anybody come to book club. And not <laughs> I'm not saying, like, you know, any man or woman or other or creed or whatever. I'm saying readers of the book and not readers of the book. <laughs> they just let anybody in. And Julie, when you're like, just sometimes like I go and I haven't read the book. I like, I, my vision whited out for a minute and my ears started ringing. <laughs> I have been in two book clubs over the course of my days. One was a four-person book club. I was one of the four. And the other one was a historian and his wife, who was my really good friend. But And then another one of our friends who was also very interested in writing. And we had a very like in-depth book club where we we read books with curse words in them. And we read we read books that really challenged us. But then we all moved away and it kind of dissolved pretty quickly. Uh-huh. The other one I was in was a church book club wherein uh, they would let anyone in. And the books were that were chosen were ones that had to be appropriate for a, a church-going audience. Uh-huh. And because of that, they were all young adults, but not even like teenage, like tween uh-huh. type of books. Or like inspirational books or, Uh and I have no living time for those kinds of books in my life because I'm too busy trying to read good books. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you're saying what you need to do is start a book club where it's by application only. And when you do get accepted, you have to sign a very strict contract to like, be willing to only read good books and also you must read the books every time or else. (laughs) When you said, Shelly, if they don't read the book, they get kicked out. My thing is, if you don't read the book, you don't even get to come through the door. I wish there was some sort of brain scan that I could, (laughs) that I could get the information that I needed before they entered the threshold of my home. (laughs) You need to like, you need to have it be like, okay, 
like, there's going to be a pop quiz at the door. If you cannot answer the question, (laughs) you're not allowed in. (laughs) So I went to this church book club one time. They were reading the book Wonder. Oh, I Uh love that one. (laughs) (laughs) Which we did read for book club. (laughs) I think mom's book club also read that one. When I was living in Redlands. Sorry, Holly. I'm sorry. I know you're you're <laughs> raging right now. <laughs> Don't punch me, please. <laughs> I read that book because I am a good sport. And in the back of it, it was specifically one of those ones that had like, if you're reading this for a book club, here are some of the questions. Uh-huh. So I had really pondered them. I had really thought about them and tried to prepare something for the discussion we were bound to have. Uh-huh. When I arrived, we did not it, so let's say it started at 7. We did not start talking about the book until like 7:45. That was very obnoxious to me because I was not there to socialize. I was not there for snacks. I was there to have an intellectual discussion about this book, which I had problems with in a, in a, not a plot sense, but a storytelling sense. I wanted to talk about that kind of stuff. So we start talking about the book. I am sitting there like internally writhing, but trying to be a team player. And the woman whose house it was at, I thought she would start the discussion she never did, so then I did, because I was like, I either leave or I'm going to start talking about this book. Uh-huh. So I started So it, it started seven or 7.45 because of you, like only yes. because of you. Got it. And then I was going off of the back of the book questions, thinking that other people had done it. Other people didn't even know that that existed. Okay. And then as they were talking, many of the questions were like Julia was saying, like, what in your life did this part of the book think about? But I didn't want to talk about that. So then I had was like manipulating the questions for them to be about the text. <laughs> so you don't want to know how it how the text has affected people's lives. You just want to know how it affected their minds. <laughs> yes. And then people would still See, read between my manipulations and then start talking about how it made them feel. And I don't care. (laughs) I don't care because the author did not write it for you to feel the way you feel about your life. (laughs) Isn't that art, though? I mean, like, isn't art all about the interpretation? Shelly, watch your step. (laughs) I know. I I do feel like I'm walking into a minefield. I feel like this is very dangerous for me. I'm not attempting to challenge you, Holly. I'm just asking a question. So here, here is to me what art is. Art is you can't help but have people – like if you're an artist and you put something out into the world, you can't help what, how people are going to react and feel and connect with your work. But you don't just put it out willy-nilly for people to react to. You put it out because you are trying to say something with your work and then however people react is however they react but you don't have to have like you don't have to accept that as an artist but do you but do you get to say that like know everyone you're wrong (laughs) or do you have to just live with it (laughs) what you have to live with it as an artist is very difficult but like as I learned in my academic career you can't say something about a text unless it is evidenced within the text 
Uh-huh. And people would be like, well, I think his mom was feeling kind of like insecure about the way that she looked. And then I'm like, where does it say that? And they're like, well, I feel insecure about the way I look. And then it reminded me, and I'm like, and I wanted to clap in their face. I almost did it in the microphone. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Where does it say that she feels insecure? Well, it doesn't. Okay, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) As As you're reliving this experience of this one book club you went to, I think it's probably for the best that you never went back. <laughs> well, I didn't say all those things. So so then they kept inviting me and I kept being like, I can't make it. I can't, you know, because I didn't want to be like, y'all, y'all too dumb for me. Because I like them as people and I think they are smart people. It's just they didn't, they this book club was not organized for my personal participation. And then eventually the very nice woman was like, I feel like I'm wasting my time inviting you. And I was like, I'm sorry. And then she stopped inviting me. And then I was like, phew. So I'm surprised you didn't say you are. You are. Yeah, that's for you. That's very like demure, just like Julie. (laughs) So, so I'm only on point three, uh, but mostly that third point is just that I feel like book clubs are too accepting, and I don't like it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So my fourth point is that if you're just here for snacks, have a snack club. And that's my like most open and giving and heartwarming point is that like I am not against snacks. Love snacks. Love clubs. Love a snack club if you've got one. But don't pretend. Don't be a pretender to me (laughs) that this is a book club when all you want to do is eat snacks. <laughs> I feel like if you were my child right now, I'd be going like, "Shh, Jet, it's okay. <laughs> like, you're okay. You're safe." <laughs> like, like, I just feel like you're like, you're, I feel like you're almost having like a PTSD <laughs> episode where you're like reliving the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want you to know, Holly, you're safe. <laughs> I will join your snack club, and I'm not a snack snob, so I'll just come eat whatever snacks that you want, and then we can talk about them or not. I don't care. <laughs> and then the worst part would be that if we had a snack club and then we talked about books all the time and then people were like I'm just here for the books and then I'm like but I prepared snack topics (laughs) oh Oh, gosh okay so I have one more point Shelly as to why you shouldn't like book clubs okay and that is just because I knew that I would have this like all engulfing sorrow about this I almost (laughs) came at this from a joke perspective and talked about books as weaponry, a.k.a. clubs, but decided (laughs) against it. And now I'm kind of sad because I feel really emotionally spent, and I wouldn't have felt that way if I just talked about hitting people with books. (laughs) Instead, you talked a lot about hitting people with fists. (laughs) Yeah, there's already been so much violence in this. Maybe it's a good thing you aren't ending on a note about violence. (laughs) 
I love you, sisters, and you, the Shelly gang. And oh, man, this is my new 3D puzzles. <laughs> I'm going to tell the, the Shelly gang right now that our sister Holly would not be in a book club with any of us. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. We would not be good enough for her book club. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> And I'm so sorry for the way that I am. I, I've gotten so much better in other arenas of my life, but I'm still working in some aspects. <laughs> I just know now to take myself out of the game. Uh-huh. You know, and that's a step in the right direction. Whereas before, like if I had been in that same book club when I was 20, oh no, child, that would have been bad news bears for me. I would have made a lot of enemies. <laughs> All right, I would love to hear your last point. No, that was it. That oh, was just, it. Was oh, I almost talked clubs. about? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, so that was your point that you were going to make a point, but you just can't now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> That's the way to end. <laughs> <laughs> just like in a. <sighs> yeah. Now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vet podcaster, as in Corvette. Oh, I thought you meant vet of this war of words we've been. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good too. No, Shelly, if you had a Corvette, what color would it be? Oh, gotta go with red. Shelly, I thought you were gonna say pink, like the Barbie Corvette you wanted. That was a Power Wheels. Well, yeah. <laughs> that I guess if it was a Power Wheels Corvette, pink, one hundred percent. Real life Corvette, red. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly. I almost hate to ask, but what do you think about book clubs? <laughs> well, I am a little afraid to say anything. <laughs> no, I'm all the way, I'm like 25 miles away from you, Shelly. I can't do a dang thing. I know, but I'm still scared. <laughs> because I have to live with the consequences of this. <laughs> so I guess I can't even say like Julie made a lot of good points and Holly made a lot of good points because they're literally the opposite of each other. <laughs> I mean, I feel like both of your points are very you guys. <laughs> I feel like they are very logical for each of the ones who said it. <laughs> I'm glad Holly isn't going to punch Julie through the microphone. <laughs> I feel like that's the best point of all. <laughs> Our mom is listening to this and either shaking her head or crying very very silently. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, Holly, you could be expecting a text in the next few days. It's like, Holly, that's not even a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about punching your sister. And if you're going to punch her, don't punch her in the nose. We paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> <laughs> So true. By the way, Shelly Gang, I don't know if Julie wants her medical history out there, but she was born with a cleft lip, and so... She has had reconstructive surgery in this way. <laughs> and that is a warning we received as children on many occasions. It's true. <laughs> don't touch Julie's face. <laughs> and I still don't like people touching my face. It's <laughs> built into me now. <laughs> All right. So I guess I need to just come out and say how I feel. Because <laughs> I'm going to come down on one side of this argument. And the other person may drop the call. <laughs> um, okay, I've got to say that if I had to go to a book club where 
reading the whole book, passing pop quizzes <laughs> and all of that, and like, like very almost violent and aggressive <laughs> arguments were happening on the reg, that would not be the book club for me. <laughs> that's not the environment where I could thrive. Like, even if I had good thoughts about the book and like that I felt like were like academically valuable, I couldn't, I could not process them and say them in a way that would be good because I'd be so terrified. Cowering in fear the whole time. I would be. And I couldn't even hide at the snack table because there wouldn't be one. Holly's book club would be in like a cement floored room with like folding chairs and like one single light. One bare light bulb in the middle. Yeah. Because no distractions from what the text is saying <laughs> just an octagon made out of masking tape on the ground <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so so i'm gonna say holly's version of book club would not be for me <laughs> but but even the more stereotypical book club where you know people come as mostly maybe a social visit and eat snacks, drink wine, you know, that kind of thing. Even that is not my favorite thing. And here's the reason why. I I don't like, like, even in English class, I didn't like talking about the books in depth. I liked to just read the books and either go, I liked this book or I didn't like this book. And occasionally discussions we would have in class could, like, not change my mind, but, like, you know, make me think like, okay, I respect this book. I can respect it for what it is, you know? Uh-huh. But most of the time I didn't love dissecting and pulling it apart. Like I just liked having the reaction to it of I like this or I don't like this, or there were good parts or bad parts. I don't like, you know, knowing all the, the themes and the motifs because when I'm reading, that's not how I read. <laughs> and I was a, a late bloomer for liking to read. I did not like reading until I was like, a middle teenager aged person. I think any extra work that needs to go into reading to like take all those motifs, et cetera, et cetera, like it's not, it's going to make me not read (laughs) if I have to do that every time, (laughs) especially if I know someone may or may not fight me on it later, (laughs) even in like a social kind of setting and not in a fist fight way, but if like someone is like, what you think is wrong and here's what it actually is or whatever, I would probably never come back. <laughs> so I feel like book clubs are not for me. I like reading. And when when I was living with mom last year, she had like her book club list for the year up on the fridge. And I did read a couple of the books like parallel to her book club, but I never went <laughs> because I just wanted to like maybe be introduced to the new books that I wouldn't have maybe read on my own, but I didn't want to ever have to talk about it with anyone (laughs) except in maybe like a super casual one-on-one way with like someone I know very well who's not going to beat me up. (laughs) I was going to say, you know me really well, Shell. I'll talk with you. But guess what, Holly? You and I don't talk about books very often. (laughs) I can't imagine the reason. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I like books. Yay for books. And I I don't mind clubs occasionally, but a book club is not not for me. I have yet to find one that's maybe a good fit. If I ever found one that was the exact perfect fit, then I could be okay with it. But (laughs) but I mostly am not going to enjoy 
talking about books and stuff with other people. So they're not not for me. I want a follow-up <laughs> opinion. How do you feel about snack clubs? <laughs> I would go to a snack club and I feel like not the way that Holly feels about book clubs, I could feel about snack clubs. <laughs> but I feel like like there are people out there who could be very passionate about <laughs> snack club too. So <laughs> which Shelly, my friend who I was talking with earlier today was telling me that she loves Great British Breakup. Great British Bake Off so much that she would love to have a baking sort of club. Uh-huh. And it reminded me that you had said something similar to me once. I mean, I want to try baking some of the stuff from Great British Bake Off because, again, it's kind of like a baking club where you're maybe getting introduced to things you didn't know about and wouldn't try if you, you know, were just alone. So so there's a snack club on the horizon for you, Shelly, and I would come. <laughs> Yeah, and I would know you wouldn't even fight me about it. <laughs> no, because I'll be too tear-stained and <laughs> mascara-streaked from trying to make these crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm sorry, Holly, that you were having a very emotional reaction to this topic, but I did choose your side for the first time in a long time, so hooray. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Maybe I should just bring this energy every week. Maybe that's Maybe what you're responding you to, to. Just being extremely sincere and passionate and also could possibly fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you like. No, I don't like being threatened. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the fear of you beating me up is more real than Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Than me beating you up? Than you when you threaten me. Oh. Regularly. (laughs) And that is the Chatfield girl-o way. (laughs) I just, I feel like, Holly, you need to, like, be like a a boxer in the ring and, like, someone needs to be, like, having you drink Gatorade and put a towel around your neck because I feel like you've been through a lot this episode. (laughs) That's part of the reason I never played organized sports. Was because, like, there is a a chance in the world where I would have gotten so head up that I would have killed someone on a field or a basketball court. (laughs) You wouldn't have let the sport be, like, a simulated, like, war. You would have just been like, okay, let's fight for realsies. (laughs) I could have been the Dennis Rodman of Redlands High School. (laughs) Shelly, thank you for giving us your opinion about book clubs. And now we are moving on. To a much more fun segment, Rando Chando. (laughs) So, in the segment Rando Chando, Julie tells us what it is. (laughs) I I have gone to a random word generator and put together three words. And I'm going to say what they are. You tell me which combination you like best. Here we go. The first one is knock cover, <laughs> cover plot, or plot knock. <laughs> I just like the way that sounds. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say is that the way that I'm feeling right now, plot knock sounds to me like a Klingon battle word. like if you want to fight someone in your book club you declare plot knock (laughs) (laughs) and that's when you get out your book clubs (laughs) 
So that's my favorite. <laughs> I feel like I like cover plots because I've been watching I and I do often watch mystery shows and read mystery books and I feel like the plan a, a bad guy comes up with to cover up what they've done is a cover plot. <laughs> it's like their cover story and the plot of the book, a cover plot. <laughs> I'm going to go with plot knock. Uh, it just sounds so great in my ears. And now with Holly's definition going behind it, how can I say no? It was very good. <laughs> okay. Next one. Baseball chicken. Chicken fizz. <laughs> Fizzy baseball. I know Shelly's gonna go for chicken fizz. <laughs> well, well, I don't know because it's actually gross. To me. Chicken fizz sounds like the worst flavor of soda. <laughs> like, I was just like hearing that as like a commercial. <laughs> like, uh-huh. mm, mom, thanks for getting this chicken fizz for us. <laughs> you can have that at your next snack club. <laughs> oh, oh goodness no but i think i like baseball chicken actually better i mean it paints a nice picture of a cute little chicken in a baseball uniform and just a whole field of them just working it out <laughs> <laughs> well this is a cool thing be- that we chose the same one because i had a totally different interpretation of baseball chicken and i oh, think yeah. again it is indicative of where <laughs> my head is at <laughs> and i was thinking baseball chicken as in someone to someone's holding baseball bats and running across the field at each other, a baseball field, playing chicken <laughs> to see. Knock out the other one's kneecaps first. <laughs> so who's gonna be who's gonna be chicken and like get out of the way? Yeah, like play chicken. Yep. <laughs> cool. I think I feel like you're coming from a very different perspective, Ollie. Which is not usual for you and me, Shelley. Usually we're just so synced up. <laughs> well, I just, I feel like, you, yeah, this is definitely, your answers are coming from where your your brain space is right now. <laughs> Seeing as both of them have involved weapons. <laughs> and head-to-head battles. <laughs> what about you, Julie? Oh, I don't even know. I'm all mixed up. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say chicken fizz, just to irk Shelly. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> oh, okay, you ready for the last one? Yeah. Yes. Breezy sponge. Sponge fish. Or fish breeze. Okay, so I'm just going to say a really funny prank to pull on someone would be one called fish breeze. <laughs> Where you put a really stinky fish and then one of those like oscillating fans and then you hide it and then the fan goes breeze, breeze, breeze. And then that fish gets so stinky. Uh, I actually, my brain went to to fish breeze too, but for again, a different reason. I thought of it as like another word for a a toot. (laughs) For passing wind. Like, oh, that's quite the fish breeze <laughs> like who had the fish you know breeze? you could like play pranks with farts uh-huh. <laughs> like you could give somebody a covered wagon you could give somebody a fish breeze <laughs> yeah what about in monsters incorporated the hit pixar movie um where they 
they put on odorant instead instead uh, of deodorant. Uh-huh. Instead of using Febreze, you use fish breeze ah, and make it smell like a stinky fish. Uh huh. Yes. Well, I'm gonna say sponge fish because I wish there were such a thing as a sponge fish. Maybe there is. I'll have to Google it later. <laughs> well, this has been our segment. I almost said book clubs. I can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> Maybe we should have a new segment called book club and we could have just the tiniest, tiniest short book club. <laughs> Everyone would have to answer one question about this book. And if they don't, they don't get to speak. <laughs> and maybe it could be like very, very short works of <laughs> of writing. Like what's on a Chipotle cup or something. <laughs> yeah. This has been our segment, Rando Chando. <laughs> well, Shelly Gang, I can barely breathe right now. I have the rage fueling my heart and my lungs. I'm going to get rage pneumonia soon. Oh, oh no. Lethal. <laughs> Lethal to others. When Holly gets bo- gets pneumonia, when other she people. Comes down with a case of rage pneumonia. <laughs> Shelly Gang, that doesn't mean that you can't check out all of our social media. You can look on our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can see me in happier days. (laughs) (laughs) It's in in her BBC days before book club. (laughs) You can also see pictures of my happy sisters. And and also of a secret book club of ants. <laughs> oh, that's that's in one of the camping pictures that I put up there. I came across one, and guess what I did to that book club? Stomped it out. Oh no! Stomped it out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly gang, if you want to check out our backlog of episodes, there is a way to listen to them on our website, or you can check out any sort of podcatching service you can also leave us a review or you can rate us on your favorite podcatcher that really helps us out and also you can tell maybe your shy friends about it you can they can listen to it in private no one needs to know maybe have them not start with this one though (laughs) if they're shy and don't like violence (laughs) or if you have a friend who's especially into violence maybe they'll love this episode boy (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine having a violent friend who's also into family friendly humor (laughs) well and also that that is our target core audience (laughs) (laughs) shelly gang you are the only ones who can can find our core audience very violent but also into family friendly humor You're the only ones who can help us, and and we need you, and I need you, especially right now in this trying time of my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Don't beat me up. <laughs> Bye. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?